Welcome to Prima's 2021 podcast series. My name is Shonda Ragland. I am the Director of Education at Prima. On this Prima podcast, Margaret Panato will discuss creating a cyber systems incident response team. Margaret is the risk manager for Coconino County, Arizona. We will also be joined by Prima's education coordinator, Taekwon Gilbert. Taekwon will moderate the discussion. Enjoy the podcast. Why is a cybersecurity incident response team essential for risk management in today's environment? Well, I feel that cyber crimes have evolved to become the most pressing and costly risk we face in public entity operations today. Lack of digital security on the original internet has become a problem as cyberspace applications have grown, and this digital exchange has become a place of major commerce and consumer behavior data mining. Thieves have found an anonymity in computer technology that has made them bold and broad-reaching with unsettling effects. Government entities have become a primary target because of the identity information that they maintain on citizen customers and their credit card or bank account information when automated pay systems are also involved. With the addition of cybersecurity, Bitcoin, and soon Libra from Facebook, and soon to be other cyber currencies to arrive on the scene, there is an increased attraction for cyber hackers to take a new approach outside the simple theft and unauthorized use of personally identifiable information, personal health information, or credit card and banking information. Now hackers may corrupt your data and hold it hostage until you pay them a ransom in their chosen cybersecurity currency, or they may hijack your network's computational power to perform blockchain work to earn them that cyber currency. Either way, they are in, and they may have even found the route to your backup storage to corrupt that as well. And tragically, if the hacker has taken your data hostage, you will have to assume that they also had unauthorized access to personally identifiable information, personal health information, and personal credit card or banking information, which will necessitate forensics, cyber lawyer assistance, notification of any parties affected according to increasingly complex and varied state and federal requirements. Attempting to deal with this alone as an entity involves unnecessary delays and is a recipe for exploded losses well into the millions. Although many of us have recognized this risk and purchased cyber liability insurance as a protection, we must be vigilant throughout the organization to recognize when a cyber incident has occurred and take swift action to report the cyber loss to an insurer to maintain that coverage protection, limit, and mitigate cyber losses. Many of those cyber insurance policies have requirements for swift and prompt reporting in order to keep that coverage in place. I cannot stress how swift that reaction time must be as well because cyber losses can escalate exponentially within just a few days, if not hours, because of the present computational power available in the open market. With widespread operations of a standard public entity operations, a cybersecurity privacy or security event is likely to cause fear, panic, and confusion among those first to discover it. Centralized reporting to a preformed and ready cybersecurity incident response team, or CISERT, expedites and coordinates your response with a team trained to take direct control of the situation using preset actions to communicate properly and promptly to insurers, inform your leadership, and take IT steps to limit, document, and mitigate cyber losses associated with the intrusion. Once you have a scissor, you can outline the important roles and responsibilities 
review near misses and actual events, practice responses, and discuss other measures that leadership may wish to deploy in enhancing protections against cyber risk. Having a cybersecurity incident response team in place will save your organization precious time in reacting quickly and efficiently to a cyber event. Who should be invited to serve on your organization's cybersecurity incident response team and why? This can vary according to the needs of your organization, but best practices indicate that you should invite at least the following positions to serve on your cybersecurity incident response team. The risk manager for knowledge on who to report to with the cyber insurer, how and when. The risk manager is also acquainted with the specific coverages and deductibles under your cyber insurance policy and any requirements for cyber insurance coverage response in the use of specific resources for forensics, cyber lawyers, and communications entities to notify affected parties and provide resources to affected parties as mandated by applicable jurisdictions. If you choose to use those that are not on the list provided by your insurer, it could be that you are on your own and not about to obtain the coverage of your intended cyber policy. The HR director should also be included for knowledge of personnel policy and response with respect to employee involvement with the cyber event. It could be an inside actor. It could be somebody recently separated that is disgruntled. It could be somebody that has taken data with them that they have lost intentionally or unintentionally. It's also important to involve the HR director um, so that they can assist you with crafting a message to allay any fears for internal staff over the possible loss of employee data. Whenever your employees hear that there has been a cybersecurity or privacy infraction, as rumors may start, they will always be worried about all of that personnel information contained by HR and also the organization's finance department. So important to quell those fears and put those at rest as well, even if it is something that is simply affecting outside clients of the organization. In addition, the entity's internal attorney for knowledge on applicable state law and neighboring state law and other state laws of where affected parties may now reside, as well as legal language on contracts for the services of entities hired, although recommended by your insurance carrier, entities hired such as a cyber lawyer, a forensics team, and cyber loss communication entities, and the IT director. The IT director for action on immediately shutting down the intrusion and containing it, changing the password of the affected individual, or closing that access, and interfacing with the outside forensics firm to research the extent of the cyber event and identify affected persons. What roles and responsibilities should be assigned to each member of the cybersecurity incident response team? I'm going to go down the list of the same individuals that I mentioned before, but you may have others that you wish to add according to the needs of your organization and assign appropriate tasks to. In ours, we have the IT director. Their role is to shut down the hack or the intrusion, isolate it and document it, interview the reporting staff member and any witnesses, and subsequently communicate with an assigned forensics team that may have been hired on the outside by the insurer to facilitate third-party analysis of the event and identification of any affected parties. And the IT director will also refer any queries from potentially affected parties on the cyber breach to risk management. It should also be mentioned that any inquiries from the press should be directed back to the public information officer and the cybersecurity incident response team as I am getting to the remaining roles and responsibilities will have communicated 
some sort of holding statement to that individual as well. We call it a holding statement because the press will, probably why they're called the press, press you over and over for more and additional information or try to pull you off track. But it's called a holding statement because you refer back to the written script and you repeat the written script that you have decided upon earlier with your cyber attorney and insurer, repeat the same message over and over. So for the risk manager assigned roles, report to the insurer in writing as indicated by the insurer on the policy. The risk manager will also review and report to leadership on what the applicable coverages are that have been activated by the event and the associated self-insured retention that you will be left with. The risk manager will also identify with the insurer the authorized parties that can be hired for assistance with the event as needed. Remember that you need to stick to the list of what the insurer is indicating are allowable for your cyber attorney, forensics, communications team, identity theft protection services, and notification services, as well as purchase of uh, identity theft protection services for possible affected parties. Uh, The risk manager will also review contract language for the hire of these assistance parties, as indicated by the insurer, and manage billings of all resources used and uh, coordinate with the insurance claims adjuster for payment once the self-insured retention has been met. The risk manager will also work with the cyber lawyer and internal lawyer to craft suggested messages for affected third parties and for leadership and the public information officer, the holding statement. The risk manager will review contract language for hire of assistance parties as indicated by the insurer for cyber law, forensics, communications, and identity theft protection. The risk manager will also work with the communications firm, the internal attorney, and the cyber attorney on language for notification letters to the affected persons. And the risk manager will outline notification of the event as recommended by the cyber law firm to the governing states where affected persons now reside. You have to notify them. You have to notify the states of where any of your affected persons now reside and also notification to Homeland Security if required. The risk manager will also inform the and activate originally the cybersecurity incident response team and the leaders of this outline. So for the HR director roles, the way that we see this is to reassure the involved staff, investigate the role of involved parties and applicability of personnel policy, and communicate messaging as needed with leadership and the public information officer, and reassure employees should there be any rumors or should there be any effects to employee data. The internal attorney reviews the contracts with suggested resources for dealing with an event from the insurer. I mentioned these earlier. These are the cyber lawyer, the forensics team, the communication firms, and helps to review the crafted messaging with the external attorney and risk management for notification of affected persons, review of the messaging for notification of the required states where the affected persons reside and notification to Homeland Security and the Federal Health and Human Services. And we'll also work with the HR director on the applicability of personnel policy to involve internal staff if warranted. How often should you convene and what should be covered in your cyber incident response team meetings? The cybersecurity incident response team should be ready to convene at a moment's notice upon contact that there has been an event. Employees should report to their departmental directors or a most senior departmental leadership present, and then those persons would contact IT and IT, their director, would review the situation and inform risk management of the need to activate the cybersecurity incident response team. 
So certainly immediately for any of those events and to be ready at a moment's notice. In addition, we at our organization also meet quarterly to review near misses, discuss emerging areas and ideas on the horizon in the realm of cybersecurity. For instance, the passage of the California Consumer Privacy and Protection Act will be a forthcoming topic for us in how this may affect us in Arizona if we have former clients or employees who have moved to California when a breach is detected that may affect them or possible similar legislation that may come to Arizona. Multi-factor authentication and software security patching status have also been recent topics, as well as national free resources for simulated practice. We also have distributed a response checklist and ensure contact information for use by any member of the cybersecurity incident response team should one or more of the key members of the team be unreachable. However, each of the members is responsible to designate a stand-in, or a backup when it is known that they will be unreachable for a period of time. And the checklist is actually provided on the National Prima website. It's something that the Cybersecurity Response Subcommittee created and is available out there now and can be modified to fit your organization's needs. Barring real-time events, how can a cybersecurity incident response team prepare for activating in response to a cyber incident? Well, first, I will direct you to the checklist that has been provided by National Prima on our website as a starting point. Create a checklist that's specific to your organization and maybe use this as a starting point, but create that and provide it to all members of your cybersecurity incident response team and then designate the responsible parties next to each one of those checkboxes or tabs. I also share a summary of our cyber liability notification address, email, and event reporting guidelines with each member of the team, as well as a summary of cybersecurity insurance that we have in place. Outside of this, scenarios can be practiced, tabletop exercises, interactive exercises, uh, those sorts of things, and it can be as easy as a short descriptive scenario discussed by the group in a quarterly meeting or as part of a review of the near misses, or it could be as, as a last as, as contacting Federal Emergency Management Association to avail yourselves or enroll in one of their interactive exercises. And they have a large number of those and are available for contact through FEMA, the National Emergency Training Center. And that phone number will be provided to National Prima to post as, as well. In addition, the federal government has many resources uh, for practice scenarios that you can take to scale to involve broader staff or peer entities in your community that will interact with your public entity or your data set. We were exploring this recently, and they even had so materials that are so deep as even had simulated news releases that you play for the group to see and then react to. And I had sent this out to my cybersecurity incident response team the night before we were going to meet. And the next day, the day on which we met, one of the major entities in, in town, our, our school district, announced that it had been uh, taken hostage by a cyber hacker. And they actually had to cancel school and, and down for a number of days while they worked through that cybersecurity breach that they had. And... It was a very real discussion in our group how, how the simulation that we were looking at was just so real to what was actually going on in the real world and affecting one of our intimate peers already within the community. In practice, as in real time, underscore the importance of getting to your insurer quickly. 
Many times, insurers offer a call center to help you review an event and whether a cyber breach has truly occurred. Make sure to make proper notification to your cyber claim center of your insurance care as well if it is affirmed by their call center that there was a breach. If you do not report a known cyber breach to your insurer within the short time frame indicated in your policy, you may have voided your insurable coverage for that event. The risk manager should always read the entirety of the cyber insurance policy in advance and as soon as possible after the renewal or placement of that insurance and ask questions of their insurance agent for clarification. One of the first findings on my read of the cyber policy here a number of years ago was that our insurer at the time offered a free security advice to repel attacks on our server from known nefarious IP addresses were updated by this service daily and hourly. I made sure to immediately contact IT and have this installed as soon as possible as an additional and free benefit of our insurance. And you may find some of this in your existing insurance policies. Our IT department considered this protection to be so important that when we recently switched insurers and this service was no longer available to us for free, they lobbied for and obtained a replacement server protection device. A risk manager should also regularly monitor cyber losses in the news among other public entities and compare to your own operations to inform whether an increase in cyber liability limits should be pursued in the near future. A cybersecurity incident response team is a welcome audience for this information and a discussion point for other protection measures that you may wish to explore. They're also a great peer advocate for increased cyber liability insurance and for implementing other methods to increase cybersecurity and awareness within your entity. In our organization, the Cybersecurity Incident Response Team recently coordinated weekly messaging to educate staff during October National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Our IT department also regularly tests our staff with simulated phishing emails to keep their senses home to detect and report a real attack. Results of these exercises are also reviewed within the Cybersecurity Incident Response Team meeting. And now our group is working on updating our cyber policies, and our Cybersecurity Incident Response Team will be an active participant in creating and reviewing drafts of this. We have reached the end of our podcast. Thanks to our speaker and all of our listeners. Please visit the Prima website to hear other Prima podcasts, view upcoming Prima webinars, read Prima blogs, and learn about other Prima educational resources. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and our very own Prima Talk. Have an amazing day.